Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Emma. Hi, Brittany. So we talked about in a recent episode, or at least a handful of them ago, uh, cause and effect. And, and how one thing always is going to lead to to a corresponding action. You, you're, you can't escape consequences, even when the government thinks you can. So today I want to build on that a little bit by touching on another what we call economic fallacy or economic. Do you say economic or economic? This is it honestly tangent. changes every time. <laughs> and I'm like, there's no like standard. So I don't know. Tell me what you say, kids. I want to hear. <laughs> so it's another economic fallacy. Switch it up again. So it's called the short run. So uh, think about the terms when your people say, well, in the long run, you know, which means like, well, overall, you know, in the future and, you know, all this stuff. But people who say in the short run, they're very short sighted. They are only thinking about the immediate future. What, you know, what, what can be achieved in the short, in the short run. So they care only about today. They do not give thought about tomorrow. So I want to start by reading a quote from one of my favorite people, Henry Hazlitt. He wrote Economics in One Lesson. He's also, one reason I like him a lot is he wasn't an economist. He was a writer who wrote about economics, which I am. So I'm like, hey, and you know, we have the same uh, initial and our last name. So we are basically the same person. Yeah. Um, So (laughs) he wrote, the bad, I can't even speak, the bad economist sees only what immediately strikes the eye. The good economist also looks beyond. The bad economist sees only the direct consequences of a proposed course. The good economist also looks at the longer and indirect consequences. So I'm going to break this down a little bit. Mm-hmm. So the bad economist only sees what he can see. And, and Emma, I think you're going to touch on this in a minute. So, so I'll, I'll kick that to you in a second. So he can only see what is, what is happening right now. You know, the good economist is looking beyond that. What is this action? How is this going to affect somebody in a couple months or how is this person going to affect another person, affect another person? So I'm actually, I want Emma, cause I think you have a really good, uh, Bastia tie in with this and I don't want to spoil it. So what, what does this quote mean to you? Yeah, I think, I think this is kind of going off of the idea and I'm not sure if this is what he was referring to or not, but he really nailed it on the head. And I, I also love Henry Hazlitt. Um, I, Bastiat has this concept and he's a, he's a famous French economist. His just very, very bright guy that um, we have to thank for a lot of really awesome economics theories that we rely on a lot day to day. Um, But he has this idea of that which is seen and that which is not seen. And it's, it's a very fascinating thing. And we could do a whole episode on just unpacking this. But basically, it's the idea that there are consequences that we immediately see and that we immediately feel And then there are those that are kind of under the surface. And it's the under the surface stuff that long term can really, really affect a lot of things in either a positive or a negative way. And it's basically this idea that things are not always what they seem on the surface. And something that might seem like a really great idea in the short run economically, like, for example, giving people stimulus checks, that seemed like a really good idea in the short run. But then things that are unseen are is like all of the money that they had to print to give those checks out. It was trillions of dollars, this huge, huge stimulus payment. And wow, a lot of people were like, I got 1400 bucks from the government. That's awesome. I've been struggling to pay my rent. They didn't know that, you know, Boeing and these giant air, air travel corporations got billions and billions of dollars. And it's like, wow, Thomas Massey had this quote where he was talking about, 
if they had taken all of the money in that bill, not saying this is a good idea, but just to kind of highlight it, if they'd taken all that money and actually only given it to families, I think everyone would have gotten somewhere around $50,000. So it's like what is seen is this little $1,400 little check that they give you. And then what's unseen is how much more money is in that bill. And gosh, this can you can look at this so many different ways with government. But we have to be thinking about the consequences. Like, like I said, printing money. That's a really long-term effect. And we're starting to really feel that with inflation. Everything oh, yes, is getting so, so expensive. I went grocery shopping or I do delivery. Uh, but like I was shocked. Heavy cream used to cost me like four. It's always been expensive. I paid almost $7 yeah. for a little a thing of heavy cream. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. And it's because for so long we've been printing this money with just reckless abandon and only a few people like Ron Paul thankfully, and, you know, all of our friends in the liberty movement have been yelling about this for decades and no one has really cared or listened. Nope. But now it's like, wow, the chickens are coming home to root. I keep I saying still don't, wow, I still don't think yeah. – I still don't think they care. But you have actually no. – we've actually seen – uh, articles where it's like, hey, maybe inflation's a good thing. And you're like, what? <laughs> I saw this headline and it was like, inflation's a good thing because you're going to get paid more. And yeah, I just yeah, died laughing. Silly. Yeah, it's absurd. And I mean, it's not even just economics, right? This could be stuff like eating bad foods and health. We've done a couple episodes recently about looking after your health and why that's important. Um, you know, smoking is not good for you and and eating junk food all the time is not good for you. And, you know, what is seen or the surface effect might be, oh, wow, this tastes really good. And you're happy for like 30 seconds. But then you don't see maybe there's really bad ingredients in it that are harming your body or maybe it's, you know, smoking does does cause cancer. So that could be an unseen thing that eventually will make itself seen, unfortunately. Yeah, um, and I think that, that just to cut in a little bit, sorry, yeah. like I think we need to remember how much of this isn't just economics, right? Yeah. I, I think so much of uh, economics can be put into our, our regular life, cost-benefit, right? We talk about trade-offs, all this incentives. Yeah. All these things matter in the economy, but they also matter in our personal lives. And I think this podcast, if I can toot our own horn, we do a really good job at talking about the way the world works in in history and economics mm -hmm. but, and politically, but also how this plays out in in everybody's personal life. And I think you bring up a really good point with smoking or, or eating poorly, right? Yeah. All these things have consequences. And we've kind of talked about consequences in one way or another in a lot in a lot of our episodes lately. But if you're only looking at the short run, if you're only looking for what is sometimes called instant gratification, yeah. then you're thinking, okay. I want to eat this entire pie. I'm making a pie after we record, so I'm very pie-centric right now. <laughs> if I eat this entire pie, it's going to feel really good in the moment because I mm -hmm. love me some sugar and it's going to be great. But how am I going to feel tomorrow? I'm probably going to feel sluggish. I'm probably yeah. going to feel – honestly, sometimes maybe my pants won't even button, right, because I will be in so much pie. <laughs> I'm going to feel gross. I'm going to feel – I'm probably going to get a sugar rush and then a crash. So I'm not going to feel good about that. Same with uh, same with working out, right? Like if I have yeah. to get up at 5.30, walk in the cold, and it's real cold here in D.C. in the winter, and then, you know, give an hour of my time to lifting mm -hmm. weights, like that, that does not sound fun in the moment. Like it sounds better to me to just lay in bed and get that extra 15 minutes of sleep. But 15 minutes of sleep, like isn't that much. Even like an hour no. isn't a whole lot, right? <laughs> so that yeah. instant gratification of sleeping, that is great for the short run, but it's not good for the long run. So this isn't just economic. It's not just, you know, policy. It's it's in our personal life. If we don't look at the big picture, as they sometimes say, then we're going to harm ourselves. 
Yeah, it's so true. And even in in the way that you carry yourself and your mindset too, like um, we've talked a lot about having healthy habits and one of those healthy habits is personal responsibility, telling the truth. You know, it might feel good if you've made a mistake to cover it up and and not tell anyone or blame it on something else or someone else. Uh, but the unseen consequences of that could be that your conscience is harmed, right? If you If you're constantly violating your conscience by telling lies, there will be long-term problems from that. And we we talked about this in a recent episode. I'll link it in the show notes. Um, but but there's consequences from lying where you actually start to lie to yourself. And that's an unseen consequence. So like Brittany said, this is not just an economic thing. It's also in your personal life, in your health, in your habits. And, you know, I think it's important for us to you know, we all try to hopefully take responsibility for ourselves and think about consequences before we act. That's a great habit to be in. And I think most of us probably listening to this show do a pretty good job of that. But, you know, if we're doing that for ourselves, we've got to be expecting that from the people leading our country. It's very important that, you know, hey, if you're if you're not going to eat junk food and because you're, you know that it's going to make you feel badly – why are we letting the government subsidize junk food? You yes. know, these things go all the way up to the top. And if you're if you have a conviction about something in your personal life, not saying that we need the government to be the morality police, but, you know, the government does subsidize and does have a hand in a lot of things that have negative consequences and things that affect us personally. So it's it's an interesting topic because it can really touch on so, so, so many different things that affect us in our daily lives. And that's right. And, you know, my closing thought for it, kick it back to you, would just be when when you're faced with any problem or any decision, think about, okay, how is this going to affect me in the short run? Mm-hmm. But how is this going to affect me later on? How am I going to maybe, you know, not benefit from it, but actually, you know, my, be punished for my own actions, see the consequences yeah. come through. So be really thoughtful about that when you make decisions. Yes, I totally agree. I second that. Always think through what is seen and what is unseen. Yes. And Bastiat will be proud of you. So thank you for listening, guys. And we will talk to you all again very soon. Talk to you soon. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.